Yeah. Here we Hello. are. It is Sunday night. Last minute here. Last minute coming into the like wire. old times. <laughs> yep. Even though I have done no sets this week, so I'm not going to be much use to you, am I? Why? Why didn't you do any sets? Because it was Thanksgiving, and I was running around, oh, right. and my sister came, and I was excited about that. She didn't come till Thursday, but I flew back on Monday. Like I, I did the, I did the Tim Milwaukee. No, no, I did the festival that I was at last weekend in Returned, yes. House in Houston, as the New Yorkers would say. Yes. Uh Houston, Texas. Uh I was there till Monday, then flew home, took the two days that it takes me now to get my uh, <laughs> to get myself the, back. The travel I, recovery is it's getting worse and worse. Because traveling is getting worse and worse as well. It's not just us. It's like no. these seats are uncomfortable. The flights are awful. Uh, if you're masked, will... it's incredibly uncomfortable. I just, uh, oh, wait, I should take the blur off. Uh, yeah, I have to say that um, I think I flew. This is my new support the Delta Air Delta Airlines. They're trying to unionize. Oh, cool. And, and I got a, a sticker, a Delta Airlines sticker. And uh, But I flew Southwest. I think I'm flying Southwest again on Wednesday to go to Madison, Wisconsin. And mm -hmm. the week after that, I'm flying Delta to go to Toronto, but I have to find my passport. So, oh, shit. I know. I'm pretty sure I know where it is. Uh, Canada's not cool places. with that shit, man. They, yeah, it turns they'll, out it's they'll a want sovereign, it. Yeah, sovereign nation. They're going to want it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I so can't I, wait to and, hear. Yeah. If they if you if they have the profile of King Charles all over the place, or is it still Queen Elizabeth? Oh. I mean, they've had a couple months now. True, true. Uh, that is true. I, did I tell you that when Queen Elizabeth died, uh, my friend Ward told me that Queen Elizabeth he used to he moved around a lot when he was a kid, right? He's from New yeah. Zealand, and he lived in Canada, and now he lives here. And uh, and I believe there were other places when he was a kid. And the only consistent thing was everywhere he went to school, because everywhere was in the, in the Commonwealth, was a picture <laughs> of that old lady. <laughs> he said she was more consistent than his own parents. <laughs> wow, I bet a lot. That's uh, true for a lot of people. Yeah, that's so weird. He said it was a big deal that she died, though of course yeah. not a not a career cut tragically short. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, she, uh, my favorite part, of course, was the Irish step dancing, which um, that was apparently recorded closer to when uh, Prince Philip died, but they step danced in front of Buckingham Palace to Another One Bites the Dust, and uh -huh. it got it got played again when Queen Elizabeth died. It was fucking awesome. I loved it. That's going to go viral. It was, uh, oh, it did. It's, 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 uh, it's super viral. Um, uh and then um uh oh fuck i forgot what yeah i lost it maybe it'll come back what else were you talking what were you talking about no that i that i only had really wednesday to go up mm. and um and it was the day before thursday and we were going to my sister's wife's your sister-in-law yeah, my sister-in-law's sister cousin yeah who lives mm -hmm. in Silver Lake on a hill and there's no parking. Ah. So, uh, but we parked, um, we parked anyway. So it's going to come out on Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, um, I I had sex all this week except for Thanksgiving night. Um, and I did not go to the Laugh Factory. I wasn't sure if they were doing their feeding thing, but I guess they were according to everything that was posted the next day on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I love how comics, the, we will volunteer to help people, but we're also supposed to be because right. we need people sure. to know. Right. Um, I would like credit. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, let's see. I uh, was at Flappers tonight, had a, did you know, um, you all, I'll tell you, no, I'll tell you another time. Um, <laughs> another time. That's, I was like, this can't, code. this, this can't cool. help me <laughs> to have this on a podcast. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I need to, nobody likes me. I've done so many packets. I'm like, maybe I'm just unlikable and I don't know it or, you know, or there's like, a, like, oh, she, her, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what the You're deal like, is. Yeah, right. You can't, it can't. Well, we, I think we are all certain that it's not the writing. So it has to be your personality. It, so it just, honestly, yeah. It really, <laughs> like, I love that that's the first comics response. It can't possibly <laughs> be the comedy. It has to be me as a human. Well, uh, it, yeah. could be the, it could be the writing too, but I don't feel like there's only one show where I was like, oh, I'm out of my league. It was a sports show. And uh, I was like, fuck it. I'll try. Like, did fuck you, it. Who cares? Right. Did you know about, did you have jokes about how it's a uh, world kickball week? Like there's a oh big kickball God. tournament? No, this is several months ago. And okay. uh, no, I, I, okay. I did it. In fact, I, I thought, I don't know who's feeding this. I don't know. I don't know anything about this show. I'm putting a Shirley Babshop joke in. And if they don't get it, then you know what? I wasn't meant to have this. That's for the head writer if they know who Shirley Babishoff is. And since it's a sports show, you should. <laughs> I don't know who any of those people are. I will okay, say that I. Yep. Well, she um, was robbed of several gold medals in the 1972 Olympics because, Swimming? yes, she's a swimmer. Okay. And um, because the East German team uh, was completely drugged, completely drugged. Okay. Uh, and uh, so they swam greatly enhanced. And, right. By the way, and, right, against... it wasn't Molly. They weren't doing like mushrooms. <laughs> no, You're talking about something else, right? Okay. But no, steroids. But also, they didn't know it. Like the, these girls were being told you're getting vitamins, and they were begin wow. they were giving these steroids that um, actually uh, damaged their health long-term. And I think uh, Cornelia Ender and Roland Mathis, I think it was this last name. They're both East German swimmers and I ended up getting married. And I believe their, like their children were, were um, like deformed from oh. the drugs that the East German officials gave them. It was really awful. So like, there's no winners there, but Shirley Babishoff got fucked. She would, she would have been, uh, another uh, Michael Phelps or Mark Spitz at the time. Sorry, this was right, 76 right. games, not 72. Okay. Um, not that, I mean, five people care. But anyway, here's my point. Well, you're getting the you're getting the points right. That's what we want if you're going to get excited about right. it. Right. But I, I right. did a Shirley Babishoff joke and <laughs> I put that in my packet because they're they're talking about trying to give her the gold medals that she should have got. And, uh, oh, really? I, I don't know. It was a very, it was a stretch of a joke anyway about her getting yeah having you know having had 40 years of silver medal cock and finally she'll get what she deserves <laughs> but jackie they didn't hire me but i wasn't like devastated i was like you know what you made the right call but all these other shows it's been political comedy and you know stuff that's right up my alley and i haven't got 
anything. And it's like, part of me is like, is this, am I done? Is this over? I don't get it. Like, fuck. I, I can't express to you just the look. How much you oh, don't care. Yeah. I'd love to say that I cared more, but uh, I got two dogs just staring at me. Like I'm, I'm they're trapped inside this room. So I guess I'm going to open this door and okay. it's, 50, it's 50 degrees that I wouldn't encourage you to uh, ask Kyle something. My dog is, uh, she's right across Johnny. the bed, just uh, completely asleep there. Like an angel. Yeah. Well, she's, uh, was no angel about a half hour ago. She got oh, no. the crazies and started running around and chewing stuff. Always. She had my bra in her hand, in her, oh, in her mouth. And it's the bra that Jackie and I share that we wear the same exact bra. Now it used to be like nineteen ninety nine on Amazon and the price has been jacked off a jacked, jacked up, not jacked <laughs> off. Um, and uh, it's like in the sixties now it's ridiculous, but it must be some, um, you bra know, inflation. <laughs> bra inflation out of that's, China, right? They, the ship, that's the, all that's happening, right? The there. bra shipping containers. Try to, try to do a podcast while you're being just dog, just like mad dog <laughs> glared at with the dead eyes, yeah. two blueberry fucking muffins right there. Look at those yeah. two dogs. My buddy. <laughs> those are your pals. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just <laughs> anyway, um, I came um, up with three new premises. Okay. Uh, in the last week, and that is okay. thank you, but I haven't been able to go on stage and talk about them at all. And sometimes uh, that'll do it. Sometimes you not being on stage, uh, you're that part of your brain goes someplace else and comes up with new shit to talk about for the next time you're on stage. Yeah, and nobody. I mean, I uh, had the tiniest argument with my mother-in-law tonight that uh, <laughs> it was. It it was actually it was uh, she might be a silent treatment person which I think will be no. bad, will not be good, but I have to say that no. I, oh my I over, God. but I overreacted to something she said it's on me right, right? and um, right. but here's the craziness is that it's because I haven't been on stage I need yes there's a right. couple of things I need to bleed off every yeah. sort of snarky. Yeah. Terrible. It makes me a better person. To do <laughs> yeah. Let's just mm-hmm. say it out loud. Yeah. And um and know it in your heart. So imagine the monster that I would be if I didn't do stand-up comedy. Um, I've met that monster and I will definitely try to get you on stage. I'll... So did Christine Foley. Poor <laughs> <laughs> lady. Um, I had a, I had, let's see, when I was at Flappers, there's some guy sitting up front. This is like the early show Friday, I think. And, oh, wow. um, just a chat, just a constant chatter and trying to tag jokes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I couldn't tell if everyone could hear him. Like I would sort of engage and then whatever. And then I, I just blew my top and I somehow, I, I called back some porn thing and I said, well, go, oh, I was talking about washing my legs in the shower. And he goes, I want to wash your legs. And, uh, uh, and then I said something ooh. like if we were, cause I had talked about porn earlier. Yeah. I'm trying to talk about other shit guys. 
Uh, we were we were in a porn together. I I bring in another guy so he could shove his cock in your mouth and you'd shut up. And uh, <laughs> and then I said, "Hey, good night, folks. Merry Christmas." And uh, I was like, "This is like the old days. You know what? This is like being on the road. All right. I don't work the fancy theater gigs. I'm a road comic. Right. There's no one policing the room. There's only yeah. hey, turn on that light on your on your table." just in case you want another adult beverage right and or some tater tots but um but it's to nice say, to know you still got it when you, you need still it. got it right you still, you still got have it. a a mean stick a dick in your mouth comment yeah uh, because people those are, are the, sometimes those are. dumb and people other people need to hear it like women need to hear a woman tell a guy i want to shove a cock in your mouth <laughs> it makes them and feel good if uh it, it is my go-to when i would like someone to shut up stick yeah, yeah. stick a dick in there so it'll, you'll make someone happy and uh maybe you'll make yourself happy who knows but but, but i wasn't you know, trying to make him happy i wanted to not get at all. him not at all and, humiliate him. <laughs> and if i could say jackie if i could compliment myself it was a call back to something earlier so it wasn't just a random oh and you shove right. a cock in your mouth i did call something back at the same time thank you did I ever tell you that I was asked, um, there there was a short-lived show, El Madrigal was on it, about the comedy store in the early 70s that was on, oh, really? I think, HBO Go. Oh, like, I think it was an early, yeah, yeah, it was probably three years ago or so. Was Showtime. Oh, Showtime? Yeah, so oh, yeah. One, of the, one of the writers called me and said, hey, you know, I need sort of a heckler line. We can hear you swallow, by the way. Uh, we... Oh. Uh, so the uh, <laughs> sorry, that's okay. sorry. I'm just having some hot chocolate, guys. I'm a little <laughs> cold. It. It's chilly. It's a chilly night here in Los Angeles. And I'll try to mute it next season. time. That's okay. Great. And so, um, but uh, one of the a writer I know called me and was like, "Hey, I need a heckler line that a woman would say to a guy to really shut him up. Do you have any of those? I think I've told you this story before because I said to her, "Yeah, I'm still using it. I'm still. You can't have it for your weird TV show that you're making twenty five hundred a week <laughs> and for. You won't get credit for or a writer's a writer's even a paycheck or health insurance even not for even, a week. Not even a shout out." Not even a point, which is what Larry right. Miller one dot one time when I tagged one of his bits uh, yeah. for him in like '93. How uh, he? Yeah, he did it, and he got an applause break for it, and he oh. pointed at me in the audience. How neat! And, and that was my payment. And uh, <laughs> it was cool. Great. That's something. It was, it was totally something. And uh, yeah. Um, um. But yeah. Oh wait, so that clip. That clip that you posted from the '90s, your closer. I, you know what? Why wouldn't I bring it back? Oh Talk me out of it. <laughs> uh, that closer is an amazing. It is, you know how. Just in case people don't remember, uh, sometimes if you have an amazing dick joke, you have to close on it because you, oh, yeah, be you, you can't it. follow it. Right, you can't. Right, right. You yourself cannot follow your own. Yeah. Amazingly right. written dick joke. So this dick joke that you got to go to Lori Kim Martin. Is it any Lori sixteen? The IG, the Instagram. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So if if they, you got to watch it. Uh, the motor. Can I just say? I mean, it's yeah. on the internet. Okay. The motorboating of the balls was. Yeah. You took back the night there. It was like it was like a, a rape awareness night. It was so beautiful. Thank you. You're, it was a march. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> 
there were placards. Thank you very much. I was like, I but the first dick joke I wrote, which is probably in 85, um, was that I wanted men, I was like, I like my, it was so, it was dumb. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. first eight months of doing stand-up. So it wasn't right. particularly well-crafted, but it was, there. there's something there. That's all I can say for this joke. But it was my closer for the first three to five years of my set. And it was, uh, I, I want, I like Ben barefoot and erect with uh, <laughs> knee pads and a Frisbee on his head what? so I can, so I could put my beer in his head. Oh my God! You reversed everything. I Every reversed possible trope. Yes. Every trope had been taken, dissected, re-put together. As uh, and then if a guy would be like, and guys would be in the audience, be like, "What, dude?" And I was like, "I gave you a frisbee. I gave you a frisbee. You're you're, put, you're, putting, you're putting beers on women's heads. <laughs> I gave you. Yeah, and good luck to the male headlinerist to follow you after you've undercut his joke. Ha-ha. Exactly. I was only, yeah, I'm just trying to take away uh, sexist premises, but didn't oh, even know it. Didn't even know it. No, existed to, to nullify what was going to come after us, but then they, they were too dumb to even realize it. And the audience didn't give a shit. Right. They just, they just did the, they did the hack premises anyway. <laughs> yeah. And the so, audience resets immediately. She's gone. Yeah. She's gone. All right. Now him. Um, no, this was, um, so I, we, I did that like the second half of the nineties and, um, it built and built took a while, but then that, that was when I did that at Charlie Goodnights and I was opening for Tim Wilson and I, it was like the audience was, went insane and I hyperventilated so much during the, um, coming part that I almost (laughs) fainted. Yeah. And uh, and Tim Wilson, the great Tim Wilson, the rest in peace, is like, I can't follow you. I mean, he it did immediately, but it was like so nice. That <laughs> he, he had to anyway, that. but it's a very nice thing to say. Yeah. So. But it was uh, back then, uh, to uh, anyone young listening, they didn't have the cocktail, the HIV, you know, the cocktail that if you are HIV positive, there's a series of drugs you can take, you'll be fine for the rest of your life. You are not doomed to die of AIDS, right? So back then, uh, you know, you still had to use a condom to avoid HIV. That was it. And so it was, for me, I felt like uh, uh, there's a lot of women in the audience on dates with guys that are like, you know, and they're straight and they're homophobic and they're like, oh, I'm not going to use that, right? So I just wanted to do something. It, It was a desire to do a joke that would make it easier for a woman to have that conversation after the show yeah. and then yeah. of course you know i treated the penis like a little boy <laughs> that i was tucking into bed that night and uh, and men liked it because plus i was so mean and feminist the entire set and then i do this thing about their little penises and they loved it and it was like erased all the negativity <laughs> of my earlier jokes um yeah but i never did it on an album or a special or anything no, no, there's so many, so many bits that were never on anything yeah. that you're just right. sort of, and that's a, that, that's crazy. That was never on an album or a special because yeah. of how powerful that bit is, even yeah. though it's filthy. I still get comments about, I was once. Well, it's clean. Um, it's clean. It's yeah. technically clean. 
I was once um, essentially sexually assaulted during a, a, a massage on Venice Beach that I turned wow. into comedy gold. It was closing yes. for, uh, for half a decade, you guys. And it was just essentially I was getting a massage when I first moved here. Uh, someone told me you get a really cheap massage done on Venice Beach. So I go to the beach. I go mm-hmm. to the dude. The dude's working on me. Uh, he literally uh, happy ending. He, he sticks Whoa. his fingers up my Whoa. vagina. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, that's my vagina. And the, and the punchlines were like, that's where my vagina, that's where I keep my vagina. Yeah, uh, right. You know, you're going to have to, you know. And then uh, the real story, of course, is that I tipped that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is funnier now. And then not like you. You know, I think you're mean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want him to think I was a bitch. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, my God. And, um, but I did a joke where, because people would come up to me and say, I want to have a t-shirt, you know, why don't you have a t-shirt? That's where I keep my vagina. Cause that was the punchline, right? That's where I keep my yeah. vagina. And I was like, and so on my, my half hour special on comedy central in 2003, that was my closer. It's Cause it had been my closer for, since I, you know, for four years, three or four years. And so and the joke was, I couldn't have that t-shirt. Uh, because uh, I don't want to be the vagina t-shirt lady. I was like, because I could count all of my money in hell. And, and that would need be the uh, t-shirt. The t-shirt would have to say, that's where I keep my vagina with an arrow pointing left. And um, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it was like there was complicated arrow joke with the old, I'm with stupid. I mean, it was like some sort of weird, but it worked. Yeah. And um, the greatest closer... And I think you're you're the motorboating those balls. <laughs> uh, I think that rivals the Doug Stanhope porn joke. Wow! Remember that oh, one? With the bear. The, with, yeah, with, I do. With the beer yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he yeah. ends mm-hmm. up spraying beer all over his face. This yeah. that had to be ninety six, ninety five. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I bet we run a show together, both ending our shows like that. Because I know we worked together a couple times in the late 90s. Somebody told me, and it was never Doug, because it's never going to be Doug, bragging about like getting moved up from feature to headliner, Doug Stanhope. <laughs> but I guess he did right. a run. You know, he did he did <laughs> his like a 15 week. And at the end of every single week, they were like, well, clearly we're bringing you back in like three months and you're going to headline. Wow. Oh, yeah. And it was, I mean, because nobody could follow it. Yeah. Everyone just wanted to see more of whatever that mess was. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> he's got premises, he's got punchlines, but he's, he's, he's storytelling too. And in the nineties, the there was uh, just this loosey goosey vibe yeah. to the dude that was like, I had the biggest crush on Doug Stanhope uh, for the dog man. Of course, me too. Every every, I think every female comic had a bit of a crush on Sienna. Plus, he's like percent of the dudes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he was like living in a car. You know, like he was. He truly lived the life that a lot of comics pretend to live on stage. You know, and it's like like, he's actually living in a car during a comedy competition that he won. Yeah, you know, it was both uh, attractive and enormously repellent. Uh, I was like, which is also attractive. <laughs> which you know, you know better, and yet you're still kind of half there. So it's dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
um, I so I set up my centaur t-shirts on T Public. Oh, good. Help yourselves, guys. I'm also gonna print some through Caitlin and um and bring, bring them, them to Cobbs. Yeah. Okay. And see how they sell. I don't know if people like them or not. If they do, what's then what's I'll... the T Public link? Put that in the um, notes. I put it in, yes, please. Uh, it's it's uh, pinned on my Twitter right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Google. I'm on it. Yeah. Thanks. And uh because uh, yeah. <laughs> that art is great. It's this pencil drawing Jeff of you Tice on did top it, of yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, me writing so a centaur. Yeah. <laughs> a male centaur, obviously. Yes. Not the female. My boyfriend. Centaur. Yeah. Sure. Um You're and so then uh, yes. So we'll see if I if I go from books to t shirts. I bought a bunch of books too. I just did a lot of last minute merch spending this month right. and it's like oh my god this credit card bill is gonna be awful i have i have jackie and Lori stickers that i ordered again oh okay but i didn't uh get paid from any of the monies but don't i've just been giving them out anyway because it's a good good ad yeah and uh yeah but, I, uh, give, I give our stickers away for free yeah me too yeah so though the patreon do you think those stickers are going to work this because I think this is supposed, be the to. Third month. supposed to be coming out now, you know, Jackie at Jackie You guys, somebody, if you get, you should get three stickers in the damn mail. Email me. Are they me you got three them. at once or one a month? I think they're supposed to get one a month, but it only happens every three months. Oh, they're so annoying. Okay. It's whatever. so annoying. So yeah, whatever happens, you guys just tell me and then yeah, I will stop. try to fix it. Uh, so I did a lot of podcasts this week, and I did oh, two dork God. forests with Canadian, with the two dork forests with Canadian comics who are going to be on that's being released. It's called Comedy Invasion, and mm-hmm. there was um, the first guy. They were both really kind of young new comics, and it was a PR agent who asked if he, if they could be on the show. Oh, and Ooh. they were straight white guys and i've had mm-hmm. a plethora of straight white guys on the dork forest recently and i'm like i would i would just like some different voices you know i just want to hear something mm-hmm. else so but neither one of them i don't think had ever done a podcast before what how's that possible i don't know how you get to be what i, I mean a comic. <laughs> right, they're, but they're pretty young comics but they both right. have half hour specials on this thing called comedy invasion but it's oh, canadian okay. Right, right. And um, and the first one was a guy Keith Mahaney, I think was his name, okay. and he's uh, First Nation, Native, whatever the Canadian oh, version wow. of Native American. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he talked about Metallica, and and when we ran out of Metallica, he had five TV shows that he liked, all of them weirdly, like don't. I mean, I don't know how they hold up, but it was uh, it was. Three's Company, Rockford Files. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, yeah, sure, sure. But Rockford Files, who I love, James Garner. I've tried to watch Rockford Files recently. It is a lot of ass slapping. Oh, for, for uh It's it's a road to hoe, man. Uh, to yeah. try to watch that. And yeah. um, Married with Children, Roseanne, and then like I think it was the one. Roseanne was great. Yeah, Roseanne was amazing. 
but married with children was just ball busting and it was, but it was kind of an interesting. And so they both went a little short. They went short of an hour. The other one was, uh, was a young man named DJ on uh, a young Asian guy, gay and uh, mm -hmm. Canadian, both from Vancouver. Uh, they both seemed like their, their standup was probably pretty solid. I didn't watch mm -hmm. any of it, but um, I was like, sure. And what's your dorkdom? And he, during right after lockdown had gone to pastry school so that he could learn how to make pastry. Cause he loved the idea of making pastry. And he, I was like, okay, so what kind of pastry and every, wow. piece, every kind of pastry he brought up, he was like, I don't really do it anymore though. And so it was 40 minutes of that. Wow. I was like, Hey, your dorkdom is the thing you don't like to do anymore, man. <laughs> How about you like to eat pastry? And he told me that his favorite thing to eat is some sort of Canadian frozen cake. Did uh, maybe their publicist didn't accurately convey what the show was? Very possible. Maybe that was it. Because I mean, the thing is, is that I'm willing to try again. And and they were they were incredibly nice guys. Like mm -hmm. it was a fun. But it was there. If you listen to the next two weeks of the Dork Forest, there's going to be some teeth pulling. As so I'm like, no, no, let's let's talk about how. What is it? How, how much do you love it? And then I went on the Howard Kramer podcast, who charted, and it's that is entirely about music. And whenever music is introduced into the plot, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Me too. Now, right? Exactly. Yes, uh, but I did. I did buy an album during the podcast. Okay. That's good. That's it. I encourage Swiss everybody. New, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. She has I a new album. I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. She does. It's, I For research, I was starting to listen to it. Okay. Um, I don't know that uh, I'm an addict. But um, um, <laughs> I'm listening to... When I drive, I listen to 88.5, which is like a college station. And uh, also, my son is just getting into Metallica. I played him Enter Sandman, and he's like, what? Uh, <laughs> so now <laughs> he loves that song. Because well, uh, he's mostly into anime soundtracks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all like almost all the music we listen to has Japanese lyrics uh, that we don't understand. So... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I also bought the soundtrack to Wakanda Forever, which uh, there's at least three great songs on that so far. And that's all I want out of an album. Uh, like if like like if there's more than that, that's gravy, right? Yeah, uh, I would. I did. Let's see. I did two funky fun fun sets at little funky rooms. Oh, um, that not not like uh, club clubs. I did um, Motherland at Christina uh, Filipina, I think. Oh, right, the um, Filipino Rock. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's a really fun gig, and it was—it's one of those gigs where you, the audience is into weird shit, and so you start tagging stuff, and then the next night you're up at Flappers, and you're like, "Oh, wait, those <laughs> okay, those tags are for that for that Filipino kitchen only." And right. then um, last night I was at the Fourth Wall. Okay. Uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, and as soon as I walked in, I'm like, "Oh, I'm wearing my air purifier on stage." <laughs> There's like, oh, it's so packed in there. Well, it was. It also the air is very still. Like there's no, there's no, there's doors, no ventilation. No, there's no, not at all. And there's yeah. no fan. And I was like, "Yeah, I gotta." So I even like twisted the thing like around guys. my neck so it would shoot right up my nose. <laughs> 
And, uh, but it was fun. It was a fun set, you know, and, uh, you know, someone took a picture of me, posted, posted on Instagram of me wearing my air purifier. Then I don't wear it at every show. I do, I, uh, evaluate each room and how long I'm doing. And uh, is there any ventilation here? Yep. And if there doesn't feel like there is or enough or I'm in a corner and there's a few hundred people in front of me, then, um, yeah, I'm going to put it around my neck and, you know, and, blow yeah. air out my nose. That's it. And, uh, fuck the haters. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the, the haters. Is fun. Yeah. Fuck okay. the haters. Um, okay. So it's been 30 minutes, right? Yep. So you want to do a break? Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Listen, you like podcasts, right? Sure you do. Don't try and lie to me. You're listening to one right now, so why not try a different one called R1, The Flophouse? Uh-huh, and on The Flophouse, we watch a movie and talk about it. And then sometimes we also do other stuff. It's all meant to be funny and fun, and we think you'll have a good time. And just to be clear, the name of the podcast is not R1, The Flophouse. It's just called The Flophouse. <laughs> I do a lot of correcting Dan. The Flophouse, a lot of correcting Dan. Jaycation here. That's right. It's a dad from Milk Bar. Hello, listeners of Jackie and Laurie's show. Here's an opportunity to get some cash off uh, some sweet treats. Uh, have you seen the thing on Netflix about Milk Bar? Because uh, it's amazing. Here, Okay. So I love Milk Bar, which is cake uh, and cookies. And they have, a gooey, they have a gooey cake. It's called the Gooey Milk Bar Pie. But it's a gooey cake. And uh, it's... It's uh, gooey and buttery and delicious. And then I've had the birthday. I've had the birthday cake. It's very exciting. Anyway, you know what says I appreciate you? Cake. Yeah. Get your loved ones a delicious treat from Milk Bar this holiday season. A box of desserts shipped right to their door. Sure to spread the cheer. That's right. James Beard award-winning celebrity chef Christina Tosi. Uh, opened the first milk bar in 2008 in New York City, and she's been shaking up the dessert scene ever since with her unique spin on iconic flavors. And now you can ship Milk Bar's desserts nationwide. Limited time, Milk Bar, by the way, is offering their delicious new chocolate mint chip cake and truffles and peppermint bar oh, snap cookies. That sounds good. Amazing. Just in time for the holidays. Or opt for the classic milk bar pie, the famous cult favorite holiday treat made from toasted oat crust with a gooey butter filling. Uh, yeah, gooey butter filling. Uh, please let me tell you something that I want you. I, I actually want the peppermint bark one. I don't think I got that one. Anyway, so milk bar has a special limited time offer right now, too, where you could get $15 off any order of $80 or more when you go to milk bar store dot com milkbarstore.com slash Jackie Laurie. You get 15 bucks off an order of $80 by going to milkbarstore.com slash Jackie Jackie Laurie. Milkbarstore.com Jackie Laurie. Milkbar M-I-L-K-B-A-R-S-T-O-R-E dot com slash my name, Laurie's name. Cake. Ugh, deliciousness. And let's also comic of the week. Just worked with her in Houston. At uh, at the secret club, the Houston secret uh, business, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, comedy festival, and her name is DDT, and she okay. did a she. I saw her do two sets, and she's just super fun to watch. It's D E yeah. underscore D E underscore T as in Tom, and uh, she super fun to watch. Just like sort of, she's it's the comedy is 
it's you know it's it's in your face and it's it's a little dirty but it's really fun it's not mm-hmm. anything super fun to watch i believe yes i believe she is from houston yeah, and she's in. Uh, I think so. She's been doing all the, the Houston and like Houston to Austin. Houston's always had a good scene, man. You yes. know, there was like a Kennison. Like Austin, Austin was like always kind of wild, you know, and and San Francisco y, and Houston was a lot more chill, but um, intense, you know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I have to say, whenever you San Francisco and Austin come up together, I am always reminded that when I go to a place like Austin, the first, one of the first times I went to Austin, I was talking to one of the younger comic, one of the one of the co- comics who lived there, and the, and I was like, "How's the comedy scene here?" And they said, well, "It's sort of like you know, Austin itself is kind of like a small San Francisco." <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go. Is it? <laughs> I haven't been to San Francisco enough, but I don't, uh, I think it's just its own thing. It's yeah, always I like, think it is. Yeah, yeah, whenever anybody says something, I think one of the, one of the other comics I was talking to was talking about somebody asked, asked him what kind of comedy, you know, how people ask what kind of comedy, yeah. you do? who could I compare you to? What do you hope to become like? And oh, boy. I, I don't enjoy those questions just because I want to be unique. I, I wish to be a unicorn yeah. and I wish to be just me. And, and then, and then I don't want anyone to go, well, you said that you were going to be <laughs> George Carlin, or you said you were going to be Roseanne Barr or which neither of those. I don't want to be either. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'd want to be. Well, it's also like when people no. tell you who you, they think you look like, and you're like, what? Yeah. That, I saw your twin. Oh, let me see her. <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone said, did they say I looked like or I sounded like Melissa Etheridge? And I was like, I, I, I've heard of her. Neither. I don't know no. who that is. You don't look like her. At all. I, don't, I think she's willowy right isn't she a tall willowy person uh, no 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 she's she was like a she was like one of the early out uh female rockers like she's a guitar she's a great musician guitarist songwriter oh, great. she's got a, a she's got like a bruce springsteen sort of vibe on stage or she you know when she when she was at her height touring yep and uh she had a baby she had she used David uh, Crosby's sperm for oh, her I, baby. Right. You know her. Right. Is she a gay lady? Oh, she's gay. Oh, hella gay. <sighs> she was like one of the first out ones. And then, um, like, maybe before Katie Lang, even. Like, Katie Lang, I thought, always alluded to it, but never said anything. Katie and Lang had a fake Melissa- husband for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so I think Melissa Etheridge was always open about it, and uh, and she had like huge gay following at first, and then come it kind to my of window, got... man. Yes, she's the best. Yeah, I think there was some sort of help. Or, oh shit! Did she? Did one of her kids pass away? Something, something tragic Terrible. like that happened, and so she may have stepped back or something. Fuck, I forget. It's some it's something where you're, you're like, oh dang, that uh that uh I don't know how. Yeah. Anyway. But uh you do not look like her or sound like her. <laughs> right. Long and, story. Uh, long story short, uh another like I think I I 
there must have been a good angle because I've seen because somebody said once that my I have the same nose and lips. Super specific people, unnecessary to be staring quite so distinctly at my facial features <laughs> to go. You look a little bit like Jodie Foster, and I was like, I can oh. see that. It was a little bit in the mouth, the nose and lips, and I was yes. like, that's fine. Yes. There's absolutely not a straight lady I think I've ever been compared to. It's, uh, I, I get a little bit of Rosie O'Donnell. I get uh, Sometimes I get a Roseanne. Uh, Andy did say the other day uh, when I woke up and my hair was everywhere that the world needed another Phyllis Diller. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you're adorable. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I... I <laughs> I went on a, I started putting clips up. I was like, all right, I guess my job, since I don't have a right job, my job is Lori Kilmartin to be. So um, I started putting stuff up. As soon every time I put something up on Instagram, I hear from the millennial comics in our chat that I'm doing it wrong. And oh, of course, that there's some again, sort of... I'm like fucking afraid to post anything. Because um, you're not doing it right? I think or... I'm doing it fine. Yeah, so I do I. caption it and kept wing, okay, which I hate. And um, and it takes forever, especially if you're editing the video a little bit, you know, cutting some stuff out. Uh, what a pain in the ass. And then uh, then you have to save it in 10, 10 different sizes and post it on, you know, five different apps Formats, and everything. Yeah. But then, then one of the millennials was like, no, you need a title card. And um, title card? No, you don't. Um, well, you're doing I don't know. Great. Maybe that's you're doing great. What... Just do, 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 do as much as you can because yeah. I was, I was also, I was thinking the other day that if I um, could hire someone to post stuff, like if it were a full time job, right? Jesus. If I paid I somebody to spend eight hours a day yeah. thinking about things, yeah. posting my stuff, if I could, if I could split a person. Uh, with two other comics, we each pay them twenty thousand dollars a year, sixty grand, forty hour week. They would spend just posting three comics worth of stuff all day wow. long, right? So I'm thinking about that. Right, I mean, sixty it's not a great living, but it's okay. It's a living, and it's a better yeah. living than I did as a feature. Anyway, but the uh, but the yeah. thing is, is I was like, I'm 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 like, it's not a bad idea. I wonder if I could do it. And then I thought, you know what? It would be at eight hours a day that they did it. I would spend the other 16 hours obsessing about my social media. It still wouldn't help. I would I would still spend three or four hours a day, you know, because I, I spend, you know, every day I'm like, I also monkey yes. hands all over the, all over the goddamn I don't phone. want it to feel like how it feels now is like, oh, this thing um, I've got to deal with. And I want to, feel like I can just crank out my own stuff, yeah. put it up. And then, so it doesn't, I don't want to be one of those person that has to rely on, you know, a different generation to do things like, oh, right. <laughs> you know, like oh, right. I'd you like to be able out, to right? do things. Yeah. And then people have offered to do it for free for a little bit. And I don't feel comfortable uh, with yeah. that, you know, like I, I, and so, and um, what are you gonna get you know, an intern? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, someone that. actually offered to intern, and I was like, I, 
I, I'm I not don't feel comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, I'm not comfortable not. with you not making any money. And, right, and I'm also not comfortable with giving you money. which is where yes which is which is where it's a real thing again should i get a writing job then that would change and i would i wouldn't have time and i would definitely hire someone to take care of all that stuff and that would be really cool but right now that's not not my situation i'm tired too yeah i had to quickly yawn i got um so someone who used to be in all the big clubs right all the big chains Mm -hmm. Uh, was complaining to me the other day about. I can throw the name in the chat. I'm gonna throw the name in the chat. Oh. About um. How, he's just playing C rooms now. Um, he has a right to complain. You know, he's everyone a, he's does. A he's he's, he's put in comic. Yes, he's done it. He he's a very funny comic, and he's always working on shit and writing he's like one of the greats and he's a great persona so yeah i accept all of his complaints they're valid to me continue right but i was i was surprised because it's just like it's this thing that you and i aspire to to get these big chains to book us but just think about how disappointing it would be if they booked us for 10 12 years and then they were like no oh right and then they dropped us and how mad we would be i would be totally mad too I'd be, I mean, I'd be yeah. I'd, because that the guy who I type writes new material all the time. Yeah, he's constantly yeah. And he writing. And so he, yeah, he's he not kills. a dinosaur. He's he, he's a dude that's he's older and well, um, but he's, he's just not on know. TV all the time. Right. He's yeah. He's the comedy he's doing is is not always for me. Just right, because right, right. he's. Just because of the type of comedy he does. Point of view. But, yeah. Right. Right. But I respect. I respect the work he puts into it. Same. 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 Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it was the. It was this from Kyle. <laughs> that I didn't me. say any word. Not a word. My head just Not moved in different directions that maybe expressed opinions contrary to certain things said. That's <laughs> right. That is right. So, um, I don't know. Let's take another break. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people, famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode. I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. Rishikesh Hirway, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on depression mode on Maximum Fun. Uh, Andy did a Kickstarter, and I don't know if he got two of these. I don't know if he bought two or if he just—it's a game, and it's a game like Warhammer, and it's called the War on Christmas. Cool. And the this is a gingerbread army. Of zombies. And I've never wanted to do miniature painting more in my life because these are adorable, but they're all just gray, detailed plastic that would take the tiny. And then there's like a Santa. Uh, there's Santas with axes. It's pretty great. Uh, anyway. Sarah Schaefer does miniatures, and we're back on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so she's uh, selling her. Um, 
Christmas ornaments. Um, I got I got one last year called with a little ornament. This is tax the rich, and uh, I I just have to get a tree pretty soon. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to get a tree up. Mm-hmm. I bought a couple of wreaths. I had to take down a Paul Koslowski painting to because I ended up buying two wreaths because it's fake tree year. Right. Usually it's uh, one year we do a real tree and then we do a fake tree. And then I unplugged my computer accidentally. So I have to plug that in. This is it's all about comedy, you guys. Hey, if you live (laughs) anywhere near Madison, Wisconsin, I would love uh, to sell out. At least one show. How about that? That would be nice. Yeah. I have five shows. Please hey. come uh, to yeah. Madison, Wisconsin Comedy House. So I have a very similar weekend. I'm at Dr. Grin's this weekend oh, right, right. in um, Grand Rapids. And yeah. it's a Thursday to Friday to Saturday. Come out mm-hmm. to the shows if you're nearby. I have tons of material that's not on Corset. And uh, I, you know, I do some stuff that's from out my album, but none of you bought it. So you don't even fucking know it anyway. <laughs> Come on out. They're not playing my shit anywhere. So I got nothing from Sound Exchange. They did not play a single track from any album this last uh, month. So you got a, nothing. You, you didn't get a check. Nope. And I tried to download what they played. Oh, oh and- really? I really, was Kyle. at a party with a friend who is of a similar situation as the two of you who informed me that they have not paid anybody. Everybody got a big mysterious zero on this, and there's some talk. I got I got slightly more oh. than I did last. Remember last month, I got $112? That's right, yeah. $112. This, this month, a little bit more than that. And you know what? I got what? 115 last month. Here's here's where I'm at, because I'm uh, uh, I have self-esteem issues. I was grateful. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's I don't know. Okay. So are they yeah. just not playing a bunch of comics or did they sound exchange? Yeah, did they fuck up? No, no, they're just or, they're no. not yeah, they're not playing. Right now I believe they're playing Helium, Sirius XM is playing Helium Helium's label and Comedy Central's label. Wow. And I think and then they're doing some, a couple of the sort of really small indie and maybe some blonde medicine. I think a little bit of some blonde. Wow. But um, it's real, it's real tight out there. So everybody, uh, it's jackiecation.com. Christmas is coming, you guys. Hanukkah's coming. Feel free to buy a boat ton of merch because uh, all the donations that come to the Dork Forest this month go to the food bank. I get karma for that. That's right. Because uh, I tell you not to donate to me. I tell you to donate to your local food bank, which, by the way, is easy to do. If you live in the United States, type in the words feedingamerica.org. On feedingamerica.org, there's a little box that has a zip code that you would put in your zip code. If that's too hard, literally Google the words, the name of your town and the word food bank. Boing! You will find a place that wants $100. Just give them 100 bucks. Give them 10 bucks. Give them whatever you can afford. And um, because, you know, it's a good time to throw some cash at some people who need some food. Um, yeah, terrible. It's terrible times. It's terrible times for comics. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's and, a bad, it's a everybody. bad time. It feels it's, like the economy is like, I don't know, maybe I'm on Reddit too much. I shouldn't be on Reddit this much, but it doesn't feel, doesn't feel good. 
I feel you're like on, something's about Reddit? I don't, to I don't even know drop. how Reddit works. That, um, that makes yeah, me sound it's old, all but... dependent on the subreddit, like who, what the topic is and stuff. But um, are you following so, some sort of link to a rabbit hole, or do you have a Reddit account? Oh, I, uh, well, yeah, you you sign in with uh, you have to sign it, have a username, but no one knows who you are. Okay. And uh, it, uh, yeah, there's several rabbit holes, and I and I'm like this. There's if this is happening, there's nothing I can do about it, and yep. I I I I don't know. I don't know. I I, I certainly don't. I, I, I want can, to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to take care of my son. Like at the end of the day, I want to take care of my son, and I like hanging out with him. So, uh, and yeah, that's, it? that's all. That's, that's all it? I have, and I like sister? performing. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I call my sister, but I'm just saying, like, if you took if you took everything away, you know, like I keep going, what what can I lose? What can I lose? And it'd still be okay. And I pretty much everything but my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh... anyway. I go to dark places at night, <laughs> and uh, so this podcast we're doing now. This is when I normally be in a dark place, and yeah. it, it's being interrupted, and I don't care for it. <laughs> Bleed it <laughs> off, sister. Bleed it off. Because <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta do. That's why me not doing any sets. I just, I seriously, it's. I'm gonna miss being home, but I can't wait to go. Because I'm yeah, going to get to do stand-up. Right. And, and there's are both like, flying out on Wednesday, a day early, right, too. Right. Yeah. I'm, fly- I'm, I'm going to fly into Milwaukee and see my dad. So, um, yeah. I'm just flying in early because I don't trust holiday trap uh, planes. I, I did the same thing for Dr. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to stop someplace. Nothing flies at Grand Rapids Direct, and there's going to be a problem, and I'm going to miss the show. It's Christmas time. So mm-hmm. they're putting me up in the hotel the night early and I'll be all, I'll be fucking refreshed and happy on Thursday. It'll be really fun. I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm really excited. I'm trying to remember that. Uh, you might want to pack some like uh, d- uh, snacks. I can't remember the food situation. Like if there were restaurants right. around there. So right. make a note. I too am flying out of Burbank. Are you flying out of Burbank? Yeah. What time are you flying out? I'm I have flying. a 7 a.m. flight. Oh, mine's 10. Are you flying so, uh, Southwest? Yeah. Yep. Same. Because mm-hmm. hmm. it was, there's nothing direct to Milwaukee. So I might as well. And, yeah. it's, and it's about $300 less than Delta right now. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm hoping that the prices go down next year. Oh, um, wow. Well, need to start paying more for Airco. Right, five hundred right, is not great. cutting it. It's a miracle if you get under five hundred. Oh yeah, you know? I've, I've started asking for, for seven fifty, and um, and some of the people have paid paid it. Some of them haven't, but some of them have. And yeah. uh, because I mean, everyone gets it. Yeah, you know, because seven fifty is almost just shy of what it is. I know, <laughs> or I know, just there kind of thing. Yeah. So it makes you go. I should just move to Chicago. And be based out of Chicago for a while, so I can just drive to gigs. If that's what that's what's happening with my life, I don't know if, if you I'm know about becoming... the windy city, but it's about to get real cold. So I don't recommend. Uh, it. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard about weather, and yeah, my mom's from Chicago. I've been to Chicago many, many times. Seen a uh, family. My aunt Patty, my 
the infamous Aunt Patty who spoke for several hours um, to my mom over the iPad while my mom was in hospice. Um, Nonstop. Incredible. Incredible. A goat. A legend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And my cousin Sarah and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So got a lot of family there. What are, what are, so I'm, yeah, I'm also trying to figure out, I haven't, yeah, I keep forgetting to book Chicago because I've, I'm willing to do it again, but I've, uh, but I'm, I'm sort really good of, time at the den. I, I want to work Zanies again though. The last time I was at Zanies was New Year's Eve uh, from t- uh, 2019 to 2020, like right before the pandemic. I, I did the New Year's show downtown and then they changed bookers, but Bird isn't booking anymore. And then new person's like offered me like a Tuesday or something. Like what? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. The last time I was there was also in 2019, 2020 right. actually. Yeah. Right. January, 2020. Uh, so, but I'm looking forward to Toronto. Because it's it's I'm back from Milwaukee on Sunday, and then I go to Toronto on Wednesday. I can't believe you're put. Why not stay in Milwaukee a couple extra days with your dad, and then fly directly to Toronto? So you're at least you're halfway across the country already. Um, because I I just I I don't know if you ever played hacky sack, but I got a touchdown. I gotta I gotta yeah. come back and and just yeah. be home for a second. And yes, I know yes, it'll yes. take two days, and I'll get back on a plane. But um, yeah. But it's it's better. It's better to just sleep in, you know, home for a, a day or so. It's true. It's just so hard to travel. I donated to Dave Tribble's uh, fund. He What's his um fund? Dave Tribble's it's a, somebody somebody put up a GoFundMe. He and his wife are Laura. Um mm-hmm. first of all, that's it's a long term marriage and comedy props. Okay. <laughs> um they are I don't know who or, or if both of them have long COVID or the things associated with it, but they're both having a really, really hard time. Ooh. And they're trying to down, like they're trying to sell their place and move to an RV, which is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have a place to sell, which is good, but they, they uh, need help, like, um, you know, fixing it up a little bit so they can sell okay. it and then, you know, downsize. Mm-hmm. it's man it's like <laughs> it's fucking tough it's tough to it's tough. get old I, I, in this country and and in comedy now yeah. i could make dave triple jokes except for i'm not going to because i never worked for but um but the you know the jokes right he, he did a ton of one-nighters um yep. he booked a ton of one-nighters i loved doing them um, they were really hard. It they always were tons of driving, but I always felt like a cowgirl, you know. I mean, I remember being on stage in um, Butte, Montana, and this is like the early '90s, and the audience is like half copper miners. Like even in the '90s, I'm like, where am I? This is <laughs> insane. And I, and even like, uh. I, I just come from a suburb. And so every place I worked was like my white suburb. And then to be in Montana where it was a mostly white audience, but they weren't, you know, suburban, they weren't suburban. They were like fucking copper miners. It was, I was like, Oh, okay. And this, that was like my first exposure to really, to people that were, had 
were born and raised completely differently from me, but we're still Americans. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that must have been, yeah, I, I think about, yeah, I never really thought about how that's how you met other kinds of people, right? Yeah, on stage yeah. going, yeah. what, what going is this town? town to town, yeah. What do you guys do here? Oh, okay. That's different from how I was raised in Wall Like, Creek. Interesting, right? Let me tell me what it is. But you, you know, you get to it gets like being a politician in a way, where you just travel from, you know, district to district or whatever to to meet well, your constituents. Right. And nothing just sort of like breaks your mind from your yeah. childhood yes. as much as going to tiny fucking towns anywhere, right? Yeah. And just going. Oh, and people are the same. When I did that weird uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival tour in Australia, they're not even letting people do it anymore because I did all nine weeks. And now wow. they'll only let them do like, I think, two week chunks. And most people only did four, four and four or four and five or something like that. Yeah. But I was like, well, I'm in Australia. I'll do the whole thing. And we went to little towns and, you know, and I oh, wasn't, man. it was, it was fun. And in yeah. retrospect, it, it has a glow about it. Right. Yeah. But in right, the right, moment right. it was a grind yeah. and it was also, I was surrounded by some hard party, you know, it was some hard part, hard partying. And okay. it was some of that was a little tough, right? Just because. Yeah. But I did do, I bought like, uh, it was 2005. I think I was still using uh, a card, like a, a phone card. Oh, yeah. Worldcom. Was it Worldcom? Yeah. I was, it was something I was buying minutes. And, yeah. uh, and I would call in. It was before we got married. And, yeah. um, and I would call Andy every day, just once a day, I'd call him for like four minutes, uh, check in, you know, oh my God. And, <laughs> and, uh, but it was, but it was mind boggling to learn to go to sort of these big cities and these small, there were some several, there was a mining, there was several mining towns, one of which had a, just a street of whorehouses and you oh, yeah. could go mm -hmm. and you could go to the whorehouse museum in a working whorehouse and that is the technical term whorehouse uh it was not called the sex workers unlimited it was not a union <laughs> gig but it was legal and um we went to a topless bar after one of the shows and me mm -hmm. and the tour manager were the only women and um because it was four guys and me as always yeah and um but the tour guy uh the, the tour manager was a woman and we were the only women in the bar that had our tops on and we kept getting hit on so hard oh because, my God. and one of the comics was like people love what they can't see man people love what they can't see i love it <laughs> well between a small town and a, a big city like new york city also blew my mind as well for I completely bet. different reasons yeah I uh, but I mean, if you're a comic to do all sorts of, do every gig, just expose yourself to every potential audience member. Yeah. It'll break your mind and you'll put it back together. Hopefully uh, full of <laughs> love or full of jokes. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.